0: Welcome, everybody, to Point Counterpoint. I'm your host, Chris Wright. This is from KUSD University of St. Thomas Campus Radio. And today I brought on, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Uh, My name's Kevin Malmston, and I'll be joining Chris tonight.
0: Yes, Kevin is a return guest on the show. You might have seen him from the early days of season one of Point Counterpoint.
1: My favorite season.
0: Yes, yes, your favorite season, yeah. Man, the sh- the show's really grown since then, you know. I've I've brought on some, some really awesome guests, you know. Uh, like, uh, like are you, are you aware of my last of my last interview that I had? Uh, it was a few episodes back. I
1: uh, quite possibly Zach Leary. Zach Leary sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, so if you're aware of who Timothy Leary is, Zach Leary is his son, and so Timothy Leary back in the 1960s he was a famous psychologist, like a big, big figure in the in the Uh, counterculture, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was doing research uh, at uh, at Harvard, I believe. Uh, Yeah, Harvard, I believe, Um, on psychedelic substances. So he did like the Concord Prison Experiment, where he was able to reduce recidivism rate uh, by giving psychedelics, it was LSD, to the prison mates. LSD, huh? Yes, and he also did the Marshall Hill Chapel Experiment, also known as the Good Friday Experiment, where... He gave. Uh, it, was, it was actually uh, there was actually some uh, ethical issues with the with the study because it was they, they did it unknowingly on the participants, I believe. But they gave psilocybin to some of these uh, uh, seminary students, and other ones they just gave like a placebo, and they were able to enhance spiritual experiences within <laughs> the study. Was there? a... yeah, and he's the he's the guy that. Popularized the phrase "tune in, turn on, drop out." If you've heard that one before,
1: I actually have not. So yeah,
0: but that was a that was a pretty big phrase back in the '60s. You know,
1: was it, was there any ethical issues with uh, giving prisoners LSD? No, no,
0: that was that was was fine. That was okay. Good,
1: good. So I like to hear the,
0: the 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 other the other study. The the main issue was just uh I don't, they weren't. Uh, I mean, obviously deception is often a part of some of these studies, but uh, you know, they're, it's, they're it's all for of, the. Maybe there's too much deception in this one. Yeah, but no one was harmed. That's all it that matters. Everyone was fine. They learned a lot from it. I hope it wasn't. It wasn't there. Let's just say there have been much less ethical psychological <laughs> studies, <laughs> like uh, the, like the Stanford Prison Experiment. Uh, that one's that one's
1: infamous for yeah, sure. Yeah, that
0: one. That one where uh, people were getting beaten.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> had they had a good uh, good plan, <laughs> bad execution though.
0: Yeah, thing is, so many of these interesting experiments. Uh, so many some of the best experiments were less ethical. So maybe we should try to go back to the old days.
1: I'm not like gonna support anything that's unethical, <laughs> but you can't deny they they learned a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's always through it those tough times, you, you learn the most about yourself, so
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true. We need we need to bring back unethical practice.
1: Oh. That's that's gonna be a tough <laughs> one to argue there, Chris. What, <laughs> what's your logic behind that?
0: Because you learn more. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. You know, there's no, there's no losing, unless, unless, unless you're the one that gets harmed in the experiment.
1: (laughs) Is it truly unethical if the participants willingly sign up for it, though, if they consent? True. I, I might argue maybe it's maybe not a good idea, but there's, there's no crime being committed.
0: (laughs) Sure. I like, I like your thinking.
1: I'm not too sure I'm if gonna... it'll hold up in court there, but uh...
0: Oh it will. <laughs> it will. Because I'm un- I'm unethical enough that I will bribe the judge. You... <laughs> oh, I Let the record state I will not actually do that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that unethical.
1: For legal reasons that was a joke. I'm
0: saying <laughs> I'm saying things that I would not do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that being said, so uh yes. <laughs> Okay. So much.
0: Anyway, How's your day been, Kevin?
1: Well, I just went for a, had a walk through the sleet storm. So
0: oh, okay, that's fun. It's oh, beautiful weather today. It's it's not beautiful so beautiful. Weather.
1: Yes, yes. I'm I'm regretting staying in Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know. But you're from Bemidji, so uh, yeah. it's better down here than than up there.
0: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what is what it is up there. I mean, I assume it's somewhat similar. But you know, throughout the year, you guys have terrible winters. Yeah, I'd say so. It's it's. It's a little bit, a little bit, a little nippier, a little, it, little chillier, you know?
1: and, uh, a little more wind.
0: <laughs> a little more wind, you know. Up in nowhere, Minnesota. maybe <laughs> not, maybe not as much as uh, North Dakota. Um, that's a.
1: We'll always do better than North Dakota. <laughs> we'll
0: always do better than them. Yes, they're pretty infamous for their wind.
1: <laughs> like I, I probably would never never plan on moving to North Dakota. Yeah, same here. Never been there. Been to South Dakota.
0: South Dakota. That they're the,
1: the same. same I'm. 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 Got, yeah.
0: The so- South Dakota, they got the Badlands, and besides that, they're the same.
1: Also, well, you just got oil fields up in North Dakota.
0: But... Yeah, you, so if, uh, if you want money, uh, get into oil and uh, <laughs> go to North Dakota. Oh, That's
1: great. All I'm saying is if maybe another uh, place wants to join the states the United States, yeah, and we want to yep. keep with 50 states, yep. I would not be opposed to merging North and South Dakota. <laughs> Out of all the states to merge, so I Canada. think. So Canada.
0: Canada joins and becomes the 51st state, but so then we have to merge the Dakotas.
1: Maybe we would into give Dakota. North Dakota to Canada as a, a good peace offering. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: after, after Canada joins. After Canada joins. Because we, I'm not going to give them to. I'm not going to give them to the Canadians when they're a separate country.
1: No, no, no. It's not a. <laughs> it's not a bargaining chip. It's more of a, a gift after they join. You're correct. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a housewarming gift.
1: Was it like how sure. many people live in North Dakota? A thousand tops.
0: <laughs> it's a little more uh, than that. Yeah, it's... I
1: know some good people <laughs> in North Dakota. Don't get me wrong, but let's see. I got no signal in here. Uh, twenty
0: twenty population. All right. There's not even a number. 000. Oh, eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand people there. Wow, I mean, Minnesota's. Definitely larger. We're, that's, that's we're, like over, a, we're like 3 million, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going to
1: say 800,000 like is a, a nice-sized town.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so basically North Dakota is a nice-sized town.
1: It's just a, a, a really out, big spread town.
0: Spread out over a very – you could make an argument that North Dakota is the biggest town in all of the United States.
1: If someone told me that, I would agree with them 100%. If they, <laughs> if they wanted to make North Dakota one town – Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. I would support that.
0: Change the governor's role to mayor instead. <laughs> to mayor, actually, make them both governor, mayor. That's his new title. Governor, Ma- mayor, mayor governor, governor. Mayor.
1: Of course, that'd be one big district for uh, <laughs> you know when you're going through uh, election season. but yes. all the same, and
0: oh, that's a, that's that's very appropriate. Um, <laughs> a, wee, a week a week after the election, yes.
1: A week after election,
0: I mean. <laughs> I guess in
1: the uh, the end it all balance out, but it would, it would definitely uh, change things up for uh, gerrymandering. That's for it sure. It
0: certainly would. It certainly w- that w- that'd be a very large district. Yeah. <laughs> one one district has all the electoral votes. That's that's not bad in my book. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
1: again, it's how many towns are there? And there's I don't even know the capital. Not to you know, disown my own. Bismarck? Uh, j- j- Bismarck. All right. Geography is not my best subject.
0: It's not the biggest town though. It's well, just wait. the capital.
1: That's the cap. That's not the biggest
0: town. No, it's Grand Forks or Fargo. I'm not sure which one is bigger. Is Fargo in North Dakota? Fargo is North Dakota. Fargo is like right on the border.
1: For the longest time, I thought it was in Minnesota.
0: Nope. Nope. That's a, uh, that's a, uh, um, uh, why am I blanking? i f- Okay, this is just embarrassing. Well, point is good for North Dakota
1: to have Fargo. Yeah. They they deserve it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) They've been through so much. Here, this is driving me crazy. I have to... There's Fargo. It's a... Okay, it's half
1: in Minnesota. What are we talking about?
0: Yeah, uh, this is... This is a different a different city over here. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. Oh God, what's the name of? I should know this because I've been <laughs> because I've been there. Uh...
1: Bemidji is that what you're thinking of?
0: <laughs> no, no. Detroit Lakes. Oh. God. What... There's a... Moorhead. Moorhead. That's the name.
1: Oh, that's right on the. That's where Moorhead is. Moorhead. Yes. Interesting.
0: I I knew it. I just was blanking for a second. And then up here, Grand Forks is the other b- big town in North Dakota. That's why I got to make
1: up at least half the population. And then
0: over East Grand Forks is in Minnesota. So,
1: Yeah. Go Minnesota. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Absolutely. Interesting. Grand Forks is in North Dakota, East Grand Forks in Minnesota.
1: Some might even call it West Grand Forks and East Grand Forks. But Some might. That might just be They'd me. They'd be
0: wrong. <laughs> they would most definitely be wrong. It's, it's definitely supposed to be just Grand Forks. I,
1: I hear there's some legislation going around changing the name to West Grand Forks. Wow. Don't don't quote me on that. I can't
0: agree with that. I think it's fine the way it is. Grand Forks is actually a lovely little town.
1: It's, it's easier to I spell. shouldn't say
0: little town. It's actually a... It's not a bad... It's pretty good. It's a, it's a, it's a nice-sized town. It's also.
1: bigger than Bemidji, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: UND is a, is a nice place. That they have there.
1: You know? Is that where UMD is?
0: UND. UND, yes.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. UND. Wow, I'm learning a lot about uh, geography today. Yes, we
0: are. <laughs> I did not expect to talk about North Dakota. <laughs> that's interesting how, how how things work out.
1: One of my favorite states. We'll, we'll leave it at One that. Fa-
0: <laughs> and then South Dakota's next?
1: No, no, no. I I see them as the same. <laughs> <laughs> then Minnesota.
0: Then Minnes North Dakota, Minnesota. Interesting. I I don't know. I'd, ha- I'd have to put Hawaii at least a little bit, a little bit higher than North Dakota. I don't know. There's something special about that place.
1: Uh, I've never been there, but they got some good movies based off Hawaii. <laughs> they got Elvis.
0: They got Elvis. And yes. they don't
1: have him, but like he had a lot Rick- of movies based in Hawaii.
0: Richard Pryor was a frequent visitor of Hawaii if you know who that is I'm uh, not familiar with he his was name. a famous comedian uh, he died in like 2004 or something oh. like that 2006 uh, but yeah very famous um, from Hawaii no no he's from he's from the, the continental US um,
1: okay North Dakota
0: um, uh, no no okay bummer let me let me see where he's from Richard Pryor
1: a stand-up comedian.
0: Yes. Oh, from he's from Peoria, Illinois. 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 Another, another nice, not nice state right there. But you know, he was actually a very, a very troubled soul. You know, and uh, you know he had, a, he had a lot of problems with, like cocaine and stuff, uh, freebasing. Hmm. Um, hmm. And uh, it was his girlfriend that said that he was the only time he was ever truly himself was in, was in Hawaii, where he could like relax and stuff. Like he's he had a rough life when he was younger. A I lot of comedians do actually.
1: I would not complain about being in Hawaii and relaxing. <laughs> that would be my best self too. Yes. let's be honest.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know I've heard comedians say that um, in order to be the best comedian, you gotta be a little fucked up inside.
1: Are you a lot allowed to, allowed to say that in uh, yes, K- USC? Yes, I am. All right, good. All right. I'm glad to hear it.
0: I am because I said I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. All right, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> but that's, yep. That that's how to be a, or at least according to some people, that's how.
1: Be I a, I'm not. Too, I
0: don't know if it's com- true about every comedian, but you
1: know. I would say the people in life that I find the funniest, they've gone through some tough tough times. Yeah. I know? can't deny that as an observation that I make.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's anecdotal. It's. At best. Sometimes anecdotal uh, stuff is pretty useful, you know. I like anecdotal evidence,
1: especially when there's no unethical studies being performed on it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. So it's like, would you rather have anecdotal evidence or evidence based off of unethical studies?
1: You got to pick your poison, what to believe.
0: One of one of them is empirical, and it's definitely true. One of them is not, but it's. It's fun to listen to.
1: Right, but how often do you have suspicions about things? And they turn out to be true. And then you that's spend true. all this money and time proving it, when it. Or you could have just believed it. You could have just believed
0: it. You could have just believed it. Maybe
1: like, that's what we need in this world. Just a little more.
0: We just need to believe alien abduct, ab- trust, abduction. Trust your gut. Yes. Trust your <laughs> gut. Like, uh, like uh, Barney and Betty Hill. The, the alien abduction victims.
1: Yeah. if I, I I mean I can't disprove that That's for <laughs> sure Can you disprove that Chris?
0: I, I can't disprove it no
1: Then it's still up in the air
0: it, Then it's definitely true it's... Or it's maybe like Schrodinger's cat It's both true and not true And until we open the box that's It that, is both
1: That might be a box I don't want to open
0: Maybe we do oh. Don't you want to know the truth?
1: I'm sure there's a lot of alien abductions up in North Dakota So let's, let's go visit them
0: Let's let's do it.
1: <laughs> next weekend, Chris, let's go.
0: We're going to North Dakota.
1: You heard it here first.
0: Point Counterpoint is going <laughs> on the road.
1: <laughs> going to go hunt down some alien
0: Hmm. Yeah. All right. I I'm going to use this this point to this spot to go to uh the next interesting topic, which is What's the craziest thing I'm going to start off with a question here before I go into my idea. What's the craziest thing that you are aware of an animal doing? Like it could just be an ordinary animal but they do something extraordinary. Well,
1: I'm always fascinated by raccoons.
0: By raccoons. Okay. They are I bet I can top it, but Both on, friendly.
1: They're smart. Okay. And they're sh- they- you wouldn't be you wouldn't see an animal as sharing is a raccoon. The raccoon's mm-hmm. life model is sharing is caring.
0: hmm Yep.
1: And they're cleanly animals. You ever they see are. that video? They,
0: they clean their food. They clean their food. Yes.
1: Like that poor raccoon that tried In to fact, clean cotton candy. W-
0: when my dad was a kid, he had a couple pet raccoons that they found. Really? Uh, because the mother w- had, had uh, died. So they got a couple baby raccoons, but i mean they, they were kind of partially grown, which meant that they couldn't really bond with them mm-hmm, so they're mm-hmm. all they never could really handle them because they'd try to bite and stuff well, That's show you know affection but you know they 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 kept' them for a little while and uh and they gave they gave them foods and stuff and they would they would they'd take the food and they'd wash it and they'd eat it um Damn. and then one day they were wondering what would happen if they put a frog in there so the, That's an the unethical raccoon was, study right the there was, was sitting there and uh he, just imme- he immediately reached out, picked up the frog, and ate it. Didn't even wash it that time. He knew the frog was clean. He He's did. He's a smart, smart boy. He's a smart boy. <laughs> but eventually uh, they were too, too big to keep because, you know, they can, they can be pretty vicious. Would, would so you they, get a pet raccoon? Uh, if
1: given the opportunity.
0: I don't know. They're pretty wild. They, it, could be, it could be a real hassle to keep. I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool in theory. That'd be I mean, perfect in theory. They'd, they 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 they'd run over the house. They could tear stuff up.
1: So could a dog.
0: A dog. A dog is domesticated. You can tra- you can first of all they're naturally tamer, and also you can tame them more to. Yeah, but uh, you can tame a wild animal, but you can't domesticate them without years and years of of selective breeding.
1: So you're saying maybe in thirty or so years maybe i could be th- buying that. They, they're
0: starting to do that with foxes.
1: I, I saw that. Yes, that was interesting. Especially
0: Russia is big on that. Uh, you can't buy them from Russia legally. So uh, apparently sometimes they'll get uh, they'll get confiscated at the border, That's which is not real nice for the fox. Not nice for <laughs> the fox. Oh, <laughs> that'd be a cool that'd be a cool pet. An interesting thing about that is uh, when they domesticate the fox. I believe it's their ears flop down and their tail gets either shorter or less bushy or something like, like that. Like a
1: dog, they're they're turning yeah, to a dog.
0: somewhat. Um, which I don't I don't know what's up with that, but you know it's it's a little one of the more peculiar. That's some peculiar. some ana-
1: anecdotal evidence right there, Chris. I'm not too sure I can believe that.
0: <laughs> I don't. It's not so, so much anecdotal. This is you know it's it's from it's something that's been observed, uh, pretty pretty regularly by. Fox breeders,
1: interesting. I will say, I would pick a raccoon over a fox.
0: A Raccoon, I don't know. I, I, I like foxes a lot. I, I think I'd have to go with a fox.
1: All right, well, well, your fox yeah. is eating dirty food. My raccoon will be nice and clean.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not gonna give him dirty food. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna baby that fox. I'll give him the just the best.
1: The best, so, the best that money can buy.
0: The best that money can buy. I would, I would give my fox. The most expensive meals caviar, uh, salmon while i'm just eating you know some some hungry mans that I bought from
1: a glass of the finest champagne every every night
0: <laughs> yep, yep he'd have the finest champagne and I would have uh, I'd have pap's blue ribbon <laughs> of <or> Coors light <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice candle I'm, go- I'm
0: not even go- I'm not even going to get myself real beer i'm going to give myself light beer.
1: <laughs> as long as that fox is happy <laughs> I I support you in that I might have to, by, to join in And by
0: and by saying that uh, I think I just earned myself a sponsorship from PETA Because I'm, I'm going to treat my fox so well
1: If you guys hear this Make sure send some money over PETA,
0: I want your money <laughs> Give me your money <laughs> Please I'm asking for a donation Okay, but I was going to get back to uh,
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes
0: a very ordinary animal, a goat.
1: I love goats.
0: And they can climb trees, some of them.
1: Climb trees?
0: Yes. A tree climbing goat in Morocco. Is there a video of this? Yes. Let's see. Uh, this one looks good. Oh, it's in, a new Simon article. for CBS Sunday Morning filed an unusual postcard from Morocco today. He tells us about tree climbing goats and the exotic elixir they help to produce.
2: The goats in Morocco's Argan Forest have an extraordinary skill. With the finesse of a tightrope walker, they scale up the precarious branches. It's a Darwinian talent. Goats developed to reach Argan fruit. The nut contains the valuable argan oil popping up in everything from shampoo to food products. But nowhere on the labels will you find the full story behind how this oil was born. So goats in trees, it's like a Moroccan mirage.
1: Yeah, the first time I came to Morocco and I saw these goats climbing the trees, I
0: thought I was hallucinating.
2: Along these roads, it is normal to see hundreds of goats in trees. And as Ahmed and Gabrielle Geruda show me, this is where their New York-based argan oil brand, Moroccan Elixir, takes root.
1: They're basically eating the
2: fruit and digesting it, and then they either spit it up or poop it out. <laughs> but the Poop po- it out? Uh-huh. <laughs> You heard that right. Centuries ago, locals discovered the goat's digestive tract made it easier to crack the argan fruit's nut so they could reach the oil trapped inside. The only catch? The nuts need to be collected by hand. Oh, here's one. That's one. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> that's a little goat a little poop. poop. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, we're just getting right into it. So this is how it starts. That's how it starts in the tree. And it comes out as this. Yeah. And it comes out like that. So, guys, welcome to
3: Marjana Co-op.
2: Those nuts are then hand-pressed and processed by Berber women in co-ops. It's an ancient recipe that takes two days for just one liter. It's one of the reasons the precious (laughs) oil earned the name liquid gold. Today, with its growing popularity, one liter of pure argan oil sells for up to $300. Overnight, Berber women like 86-year-old Khadija Toboka went from poor housewives to businesswomen. She bought a house and even paid for a brand new set of teeth. Success has come at a cost to the tradition. Goats and humans are being replaced with faster machines. But Ahmed vows to hold on to Morocco's past what point do you sell out? I don't think I would sell out anywhere. When they see a bottle of oil, that is like, that bottle has like a lot of work of women. It has like good quality oil. It has a story behind it. A story that begins in these Moroccan treetops and ends in shops like Ahmed and <laughs> Gabrielle's in New York City. They could be the last few drops of an ancient Moroccan tradition, unable to keep up with modern demands. Wow. Jonathan Vigliotti, CBS News Morocco.
1: I did not know goats could climb trees that that At least these goats could. Not all goats can, can I, climb.
0: I, I assume it's I assume this is a special kind of goat. I don't think. Uh,
1: there's only one way to find out.
0: There's only one way. We, we let's buy some goats. I uh, I know a few goat farmers over you in know, Wisconsin. I you know a few Okay. Maybe uh, they'll be on gonna, for the the next episode gonna, and they can Yes. Give me their contact info uh, and I'll... I'll ask them to put their goats on trees.
1: Put them on put them on trees. A little ethical uh, study going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let them climb the trees themselves. You know, we'll sign the contract. We'll just kind of urge them on a little bit and if they want to climb the tree, they will climb the tree.
1: Goats are adventurous.
0: They're they're amazing. They're, they're an underrated animal. Like they're like sp- dogs, really. They're 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 fre- they're, friend- they're friendly. They'll they'll come up to greet you when you when you go up t- to them, you know. So, so
1: uh, raccoons, though.
0: True, true. A lot of animals are like dogs, actually, but uh, of course, uh, uh, raccoons are much more wild than goats or dogs, and uh, they're much more likely to bite you.
1: Ah, uh, it's out of out of love. I'll I live love. by that <laughs> for the day until the day I die.
0: I don't know. But no um, goats.
1: I would not be opposed to buying a goat.
0: the re- The reason the reason that the that the mother of those baby raccoons I was talking about was dead is because she was. She was uh, getting a little ferocious there. She was, she was, uh, she was defending her babies, but, you know, uh, she was, uh, it was in, like, this green crib or something, uh, and uh, she, she was about to, about to attack. Hmm. They they had to, they had to do her in.
1: And you got to pick yourself or, or the raccoon.
0: Yep. That's. Sometimes, sometimes you got to be a little selfish, you know. That's.
1: Yeah,
0: Mother Nature's she's she's cruel. She yeah, is. Got to defend herself. You know. Sure. You don't you don't want rabies. That's not a fun no. disease.
1: I also do respect the the raccoon for protecting her babies. Yes, that's
0: an, that's another thing that we need to remember. It's A,
1: t- a tough situation to be
0: in. It it is. A, it's very difficult. You
1: but know? those those babies they turned out
0: perfect. I hope. Happy lives. Okay, here's the ending of the story. Oh, um, <laughs> this isn't going to be <laughs> so good. So they're too big to keep. And uh there was a there was a farmer who uh, he he had some coon dogs and he wanted to train them. So you give them to the to the, the, the no they don't kill the coons they just uh chase them up a tree, you know. To to and then because you see what the coon dogs do is they uh they they tree the the raccoon and they uh just keep them up there in the tree. That's fascinating. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> well, that's
1: again I mean, Mother be, Nature's it'd cruel. Be,
0: it'd be pretty scary for a little raccoon though. But.
1: It would be scary. But you know, you, you go out in the middle of nowhere Bemidji at night. It's a scary place. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, we got mountain lions up there. So Actually. Yeah. Mountain they, lions,
1: bears, the whole yeah, nine bears, yards.
0: Bears. Yep. Uh so uh there's actually uh, some bears that live around my house. We've never seen them.
1: But you, you hear them at night.
0: Yeah, but we have some neighbors that have seen them. Okay. I, I haven't heard them or seen them, but... Uh, they Maybe ne- they're not real Neighbors they have a They have a bird feeder that they visit. Because, of course, black bears will eat, like, anything. They will.
1: Black bears are... I would not take them as a pet. They're <laughs> a little too scary for me.
0: Not as scary as the other bears, though. Polar you bears, know? you mean? Or or grizzlies. Grizzlies. You see, if a, if a black bear attacks you... You should fight back. You know they're not they're not as aggressive. And uh, if you start to fight back, there's a good chance they'll just kind of go away. Gris- all
2: right, all grizzly right.
0: bear attacks you. That's when you play dead and you protect your stomach because they're gonna go for that and they're gonna try to rip you open Oof. and like eat eat your abdomen, eat your just to organs. make sure there's there's no good so, food in there. So for you. so protect that. Curl up in a ball. Pretend to be dead. Uh, and they're gonna they're gonna play around with you a little bit. Or I say play. They're they're really trying to they're. Trying to eat you. Yeah, yeah. So they'll That's not they, playing they, around. Could, they could dis they could dislocate your shoulder, they'll break they could break your legs.
1: Are they fast? Just
0: try not to die. They're oh they're fast.
1: So you could not outrun a you grizzly bear. You could not bear.
0: outrun a grizzly bear, no. So um, it
1: sounds like a lose lose situation in my book. Let me see. Max speed. Let's see it.
0: Thirty five miles per hour.
1: That's nothing.
0: <laughs> but you see, one common thing is like they'll they'll be running at you and then they'll stop. and we turn around a little bit, th- like that initial charge. Are you speaking from
1: personal experience?
0: No, no. Okay. I've, okay. I've done uh, a little looking into this, but okay, um, okay. Uh, oftentimes they won't run at you immediately. They'll like they'll kind of veer off or something, but eventually, uh, if they cho- if they want, they'll they'll ru- they'll go for you.
1: I hear it's like a shark. You just gotta pop them on the nose a little bit, and they'll maybe
0: at first, but pretty soon you should probably try to. Uh, play dead.
1: Don't climb a tree. They can climb trees. Back, back at you. Right.
0: Uh, the babies can, and the the, the adults are too big. The for adults that.
1: might just tear down the tree. A
0: black bear can climb a tree. Okay. But those ones are less aggressive anyway. Like,
1: they they sound more friendly. I've seen some cute videos of yeah. black bears. I
0: wouldn't play with them, but you know they're they're you you'll probably be all right. Like I went to this I went to this bear refuge up in northern Minnesota. Okay. They have this this place where you walk out onto this little boardwalk thing. It's several f- feet off the ground, maybe ten feet or so. And uh, out uh, when you look out into this clearing, there's just dozens and dozens of black bears just roaming all roaming freely throughout the area, ready to eat you. The, no, <laughs> and the, they're not captive or anything. They just naturally come there because you know they they have food for them. They feed them. They know where to get. Some but there good was food. at least fifty bears there. Some some babies way up high in trees, uh, a couple adults lower in the trees. Um,
1: I mean, to be fair, I can't climb a tree that well, so I'm not too sure that, <laughs> that would be a good option for me.
0: Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that.
1: I should just stay away from Northern Minnesota. Sh- <laughs> North Minnesota. North Dakota is where you I'm moving. You can go
0: there, just just if you just be careful when you go out in the in the deep woods. <laughs> That's uh. You you'll probably be fine. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too afraid of the black bear. Like, be be, be careful. Respect, respect them. Give them a nice know wave. Their power. Let them know you're friendly. But keep your distance. Okay. For sure. Don't try to pet them. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll just stick with North Dakota. Uh,
0: polar bears are a different story. Uh, I hear they're very friendly. If they're, they're coming, com- yeah, they're very friendly. In fact, they're so friendly that if they're going for you, just pray because you're gonna die. They're just here to welcome you to the club. <laughs> the biggest of the bears.
1: But this the gentlest of the bears, too.
0: Absolutely not. If oh, need be. The, if need be. That would be the the giant panda. The
1: giant panda? Yes. Is there a, a small panda and a giant panda?
0: There's the red panda. Oh. That's not even a, that's not a bear, but.
1: Then then why are we even talking about that if it's not a bear?
0: Plat- uh, th- there's a lot of animal Marsupials. naming that doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, you know, the giant panda, um, you know, they're not supposed to eat bamboo, you know. like they I, they, I they, evol- they evolved to eat meat, but because, but they eat so much, and, but the thing is that they've evolved to eat meat, but they only eat bamboo, and because there's not as many calories to it, they have to eat it all day. Well, and they're, doesn- they're and picky do- eaters. And it doesn't give them enough energy, so they have to be slow all the time. They can't <laughs> so
1: that, that really they're, they're, begs. Li- they're
0: literally a, a dysfunctional animal they don't work <laughs>
1: <laughs> that does beg the question though
0: and when they t- and when they try to get them to breed they they're extremely extremely fussy breeders like they, like the the females they they go the they're ready to breed like for like less than a day every year that, you have that a very a very small window hmm and then you have to like force force them to do it.
1: Oof, That's not a good which study to perform. Not, which is not very ethical. No, mm-hmm. not very ethical at all. <laughs> so, so Chris, if they they not supposed to eat bamboo. Yep. And that makes them very sleepy. Yep. And lazy. It,
0: it doesn't give them enough calories. They're not they're not getting the nutrients that they really need. It it also wears down their teeth. So then eventually they can't chew because, you know, you need teeth to chew. And they die. Yep. Wow. And that's that's starvation. a tough
1: life. So what would happen if uh, we just gave them meat? Would they become uh, as dangerous eventually- as a polar bear?
0: I don't know. It's I don't. That's hard to say. I I don't know. Um, You're not an expert in this. Field? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna claim to know this. Maybe.
1: I, I would be scared. It, if, they
0: they personally. have they have given pandas like small amounts of meat to eat. Um, just to, but they basically have to like force them to eat it. They don't like it. <laughs> it's weird.
1: <laughs> that's fascinating. There.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should just let them go extinct. They don't work. <laughs> what do you think? Should we Do you want to take me up on that initiative? No, I I I say we, we keep them around. They're they're friendly. They're nice. No, I I agree with you. I I just had to take that that no, I appreciate position in taking the to the make it more side. interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think you can make a, a good claim that maybe you just let them run their course.
0: <laughs> it's kind of, kind of like uh George Carlin when we talked about endangered species. Let me see if I can
1: 35 miles per hour for a a grizzly bear. That's almost 10 times faster than the top human speed. That's a killing machine right there.
3: You got people like this around you. Country's full of them now. People walking around all day long, every minute of the day, worried about everything. Worried about the air, worried about the water, worried about the soil. Worried about insecticides, pesticides, food additives, carcinogens. Worried about radon gas, worried about asbestos. Worried about saving endangered species. (laughs) Let me tell you about endangered species, all right? Saving endangered species is just one more arrogant attempt by humans to control nature. It's arrogant meddling. It's what got us in trouble in the first place. Doesn't anybody understand that? (laughs) Interfering with nature. Over 90%, over, way over, 90% of all the species that have ever lived on this planet, ever lived, are gone. They're extinct. We didn't kill them all. (laughs) They just disappeared. That's what nature does. They disappear these days at the rate of 25 a day. And I mean regardless of our, our behavior. Irrespective of how we act on this planet, 25 species that were here today will be gone tomorrow. Let them go gracefully. <laughs> Leave nature alone. He, like I said,
1: Mother Nature there's is a, cruel.
0: There's an argument to be made. Um, I don't know if I, I can't say I agree with them.
1: I would say there's but no harm in helping them.
0: There's no harm. I'm I'm a, I'm an advocate for saving endangered species. I'll you you did claim that. to be
1: sponsored by PETA, or or yes. hope to be. So I I sure hope so. I don't
0: think they I don't think they like that. I just played that. No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: probably not. You probably lost that.
0: I just want to tell them, I I'm just making this entertaining. I want to entertain.
1: Twenty
0: five. I'm not twenty five a day. Twenty five a day.
1: I'm not too sure if I believe that.
0: I've heard similar numbers. Um I have
1: I just didn't I thought there was like maybe like twenty species in the planet, you know. Not twenty, but like forty <laughs> at tops. Four. Dog, cat, human, <laughs> raccoon. Human raccoon? North Dakota.
0: <laughs> that's that's it. The, that's, that's, that's all I know. That, that's all the world. Minnesota and North Dakota. Twenty five a day in is South just a Dakota. lot. Not Iowa though.
1: Not Iowa.
0: But Illinois. That's where Richard Pryor was born, so Yes. So the o- the only places in the world that exist are ones that we that we have mentioned right here today.
1: I don't know, Chris. That's uh, one point nine million species. Wow. That have died in our life in our lifetime. The twenty one years you've been alive. Wow. Like that's a, that's a big number. I'm just. That's a big number. Kind of. You know, not too sure. That's uh that might be a little anecdotal.
0: The thing is, when people t- say those numbers. They're talking about like tiny little subspecies of things. They're talking about even I think they're even talking about like uh, you know sub like uh, si- single celled organisms, you know, bacteria and stuff.
1: So uh, they're just making this up then.
0: It's not made up, you know. It's uh, it's, it's 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 true. It's practically true. Um, but ma- mainly when people th- talk about things that going extinct, they're talking about you know larger. I
1: guess organisms. I'm just surprised that. They're figuring this out. Mm-hmm. That means they got to be at least keeping up with the the number. They got to be discovering 25 a day. If, That's true. Which?
0: It's, so it's an estimate that they make. Okay. You know?
1: And <laughs> I'll take an estimate. I'm just not going to take a hard fact. Mother Nature's getting rid of 25 a day.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But have you heard about the, there's once, uh, I think it was in Africa, there was like a bird and he was like the last of his species. Like there's there weren't any other males, no other females, mm-hmm. and like they, he was like calling for his species. Just that, the, that breaks just my the saddest, heart. The saddest thing, you know. But how do they know that he's the last of his species? Like, what if there's just some other there's some other female? I'm I'm assuming it's a male, that's mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. out in the forest, and uh,
1: possibly lost and they, they, they in find, nowhere, they, North they Dakota. Find, they
0: find each other. <laughs> they find each other and they fall in love, and uh, you know they have some little chicks.
1: Well. Did he find a, a a mate?
0: I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't get the follow up to the story. That
1: sounds pretty uh like a, like a long shot right there, Chris. I'm not too <laughs> sure. He
0: he may have been a very sad bird.
1: Yeah, that's got that's very, gotta be tough.
0: Very though. sad bird.
1: Yeah, if there's a GoFundMe for that. I'd support I'd support that little bird.
0: Give give love to a bird.
1: Yeah, give me his Venmo. I'll send some some <laughs> few bucks.
0: I'll I'll do it too. <laughs> let's start I'll, let's start a GoFundMe or cash up. Guys. I'll give him cash up.
1: All right, I'll send him over Zelle too. <laughs> Anything this bird takes, I'll I'll make sure. Send him cash.
0: He will be happy. He will be loved. He's he's got no. We'll he's... find him. We'll find him a cute little pigeon, to fall in love with. You know? Even
1: you know, just be friends with at best So he mm-hmm. doesn't have to crawl cry out alone.
0: Mhm. Oh.
1: Mother nature's cruel.
0: Went went the way of the of the passenger pigeon.
1: Man, those mm. those are cool.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, we we hunted those to extinction right there.
1: They and had the, so much and potential.
0: And the, and the and the Tasmanian tiger, have you seen those? Is that gone? That's gone.
1: Really? They're pretty
0: crazy looking. Uh, the thylacine.
1: Wow. They look pretty there.
0: cool. You gotta look at their that jaw. That fantastic jaw.
1: Oh, that could. So I could eat a grizzly bear right there.
0: Oh, it's not that big, but it's well, a it's a relatively small animal, sort of. You know, like a like a dog. Um,
1: a cute dog.
0: Like here's, standing with some guy. Oh, that's now. There's actually some theories that they're actually still alive. There's still pockets of them on the island of Tasmania. I sure hope so. They're pretty cool.
1: If creature. we're gonna start cloning anything, I see you start cloning that thing.
0: The thylacine. Yeah, this sounds prehistoric. The thylacine.
1: 1933 was the the last, last one. Oh, well, 1936.
0: One. <laughs> yeah.
1: What a shame. What what a shame.
0: But I'm sure if you okay, look through thing, uh,
1: the course of history, there's been a lot of really cool animals that I would definitely take as a pet.
0: Same here. Like uh, I would. What about? What do you think about a small dinosaur? Yeah.
1: I would would even take a big dinosaur to be honest
0: (laughs) I would I'd I'd take a T-Rex
1: Maybe one of those things from Jurassic World
0: And uh, then just just Put a big fence around them You know, Those always work as we learned from (laughs) Jurassic Park and Jurassic World
1: Based off a true story to not work out there We
0: know know that they work
1: (laughs) I would just Personally like a a big T-Rex Just to dress them up for Christmas (laughs) How cool would that be? Go
0: to go to Petsmart and say, um, what what costumes do you have for a uh, large dinosaurs?
1: A large, hundred and fifty foot dinosaur. I need a a Santa costume. <laughs> maybe a and they, Rudolph costume. Then they, then
0: they employ a uh, an army of old ladies to sew together a <laughs> Santa costume. We, we
1: need at least something. I'm just saying, maybe a big blinking red nose. That would be. <laughs> it's. Snowing today, so it's in good spirit. That
0: would be that would be pretty. I must say that'd be pretty cute
1: for a T-Rex. Yep,
0: that's my choice. Oh look at look at your (laughs) T-Rex.
1: And then just make sure you don't step on the wrong side of the fence.
0: And they have feathers apparently too. So I've heard that. Yeah, it looked pretty, pretty neato.
1: (laughs) I gotta gotta be honest. I I like them better with uh, reptile skin. You do. Yeah. I like to live in ignorance and you just... pretend they look like that.
0: La la la! la I didn't hear that. <laughs> they have, they have scales.
1: <laughs> they look cool though. <laughs>
0: that's all that matters. Yes. I
1: would just be more scared if they they had scales over feathers.
0: Yeah, they. Apper- apparently, they also didn't roar like people.
1: Don't don't say it. I don't want to hear that, Chris. No.
0: They made much more bird-like sounds. No,
1: that's that's <laughs> also not not too scary. <laughs> It's like a giant ostrich. I feel at that like the point.
0: more the more we learn, the the less scary they become. They just become big, big birds.
1: Maybe that's why they went extinct. <laughs> no one was scared of them. No,
0: <laughs> there's no point of me.
1: <laughs> you know, you're trying to trying to eat something. It's not scared of you. It's gonna fight back. <laughs> that's my just that's my suspicion, at least.
0: I I, I agree with you. I think that's <laughs> what happened. They were. They were just big softies.
1: If I were to uh, start again in college, go for a a biology major, go Mm -hmm. into.
0: Or if we had a paleontology program. That's what I'm
1: shooting for. Paleontology. Yep. Yep. That would be my senior thesis. Or not my my PhD thesis.
0: Your dissertation. My dissertation.
1: (laughs) Why they went extinct was because no one was scared of them. No. (laughs) Bring back the scales. Get rid of the
0: feathers. Smaller animals were a- were asked by talk show host of the time, what do you think of dinosaurs? <laughs> I don't think of them. <laughs> they're just... You see, that's, that's what you say when someone asks what you think of someone that you don't like. You don't say, I don't like them. You say, I don't think of them. Because that's that what... means that they're not even worthy of your attention.
1: That's what hurts.
0: That's what hurts. I don't think of you.
1: <laughs> if someone said that about me, I'd like be me? hurt. I don't think of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be tough.
0: Because you because you say I don't like you, then they have the power.
1: Everything's a mental game.
0: Yep, it is. You have to. You can't give your enemies power. Just Keep your friends close and your enemies closer.
1: I don't even think of you, TRX. No big deal.
0: <laughs> Speak softly and carry a big stick. Now I'm just naming random quotes.
1: Yes, you're bestowing knowledge upon your yes, listeners. That's though.
0: true. I want them to learn. <laughs> Can we bring them back? Yeah,
1: that's my goal. Bring him back.
0: University of California, Santa Cruz evolutionary geneticist Beth Shapiro has worked before with genome sequencing of extinct animals and said they cannot be brought back. Oh, I don't want to hear that. The thylacine is extinct because we made it so. We cannot bring it back, Shapiro said. Oh, we're just just learning lots of sad news. This has
1: not been a happy hour. Okay,
0: I know how to make this happier. (laughs) Lightning round, Kevin, aliens, yes or no? No. No? Well, what if I told you about Bob Lazar? Who's that? Bob Lazar was a guy that worked with the CIA. He worked in Area 51. Yep. And he claims to have worked to have helped to disassemble and learn about some of this alien technology that's been found that the Pentagon has this year confirmed as true that they had out-of-this-world technology. Crafts.
1: So wh- why don't we find that when we stormed Area Fifty-One? That's my question. <laughs> we, just,
0: we didn't storm
3: Area Fifty-One.
1: I was there. We should have.
0: <laughs> we should have. We would have all died. Let's, let's start it back up they, again. Would, they would have shot us. But
1: we can bring shields. this you know, time. be more prepared.
0: But you know, he's. Uh, they found some some crafts um, that uh, there that that uh, use uh, much far superior technology including element 115 or moscovium uh, which has anti-gravity properties.
1: Anti-gravity. Pro-
0: anti-gravity properties has like its own <laughs> its own field apparently. Okay. I and, I uh, just another thing that, that they discovered with this with this craft is uh it is that the, the disc instead of flying like straight up like you always see, mm-hmm. it actually goes like this.
1: A parabola. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah. So here's here's the disc right here. Instead of ascending upward like this, it curves up and like that. You
1: know. I'm uh, I'm still skeptical. I've not heard of this, so it's clearly not Bob been was, that. Bob
0: Lazar. He's worked with with the CIA.
1: Alright, I'm gonna write this down and get back to you. Okay.
0: <laughs> I will mention this on the next episode what you found. What on your your own thoughts
1: <laughs> again i'm just saying this is my thing people will tell me this all the time right these things about aliens or mm-hmm. some conspiracy thing mm-hmm. but if you're not hearing it on the big news how backed up is it really
0: they're they're keeping it down man <laughs> ah but like even on social the media is, the thing is for a lot of these things um maybe they're keeping it down but the but to keep a conspiracy like this So hidden, so There has to be so many different people on so many different levels that are keeping quiet. But you you just said the Pentagon confirmed it, they confirmed that. I'm not, I'm just saying that, um, I'm just saying that not every instance of alien abduction is going to be true. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. Like Barney and Betty Hill, which I don't know if that's true or not, it might be. Um, but the Pentagon confirming, I know that, that that these two people, if you're aware of, I'll show you, uh. Ernie and That's not going to work. Whoops. Okay, so here's a picture of them in the 50s. I, bl- I believe that they believe that they're abducted by aliens. I don't know if they actually were, though.
1: Oh, for sure. I, I do believe like, that. I don't
0: think they're knowingly lying.
1: In a lot of cases, they definitely believe. Yep, is, it's, is hard that, to, it's hard to
0: say what actually happened. It is. It's, it's possible that they were, they had a DMT released in the brain. It, it's a, DMT is a chemical that is actually found. It's natural in the, in the pineal gland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe that was released. That's actually an explanation for a lot of different occurrences throughout human history. Is that pineal gland?
1: Uh, DMT is a, uh, from what I've heard hmm It's it's definitely you'll learn a lot about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you'll see a lot too.
0: But Absolutely. Again,
1: I, I def I for this case, I would believe mm-hmm. them. Would I believe that or, it truly or... happened?
0: Mm-hmm. That's, Maybe. Maybe. Um, I would never tell them to I'm their face. Skeptical. No. Yeah. I'm skeptical, but it's interesting to think. I want it to be true.
1: I think that'd be fascinating.
0: I really want it to be true.
1: But I'm just the feasibility of it. That's where that's where I'm lost. You mm-hmm. can make all these theories, but
0: yep. And another possibility for some of these crafts that have been found is it's not actually aliens, but actually humans from the future. Like we somehow figured out a way to travel in time.
1: See, that's that's, that's interesting. That, that's, that mm-hmm. that's interesting. That solves the whole issue of them being you know millions of light years yep. away. No, I'm a, a big believer in time travel. Not really. No. Yeah. But that's that's definitely an interesting theory.
0: Yeah. There. Yeah. Not made on this earth. Top secret.
1: Oh, Fox Ten Phoenix, my favorite news source.
0: <laughs> uh. Well. Washington, according to a recent report from the New York Times, the top-seeker Pentagon program has been conducted, conducting classified briefings for uh, over a decade, analyzing various encounters between military craft and unidentified aerial, aerial vehicles. According to the Times, the Pentagon stated that the program was disbanded, but a Senate committee report last month revealed spending on a program called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. It was reported in late June that U. That U.S. Senator Marco Rubio had requested a detailed analysis on the task force findings. The report states that the committee supports the efforts of the task force to collect and standardize data regarding unidentified aerial phenomenon, as well as. Let's see. Is this the? I don't think they on,
1: found anything, Chris. This is. I'm not convinced. There, there was a. No, you've lost me. I'm not. I'm not convinced. I
0: lost you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was. I was on the bandwagon, but now.
0: Now I'm back to saying Here's no. Forbes, <laughs> Forbes. Here's why the Pentagon. I don't like disabling my ad blocker, but I'll do it to read it. God, the ads are getting smarter. They know when they're being blocked.
1: <laughs> you still got ads right now, yeah?
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to unblock the ad. Oh. Will you stop it, Forbes?
1: Hey, they gotta make money somehow. If you're not subscribing. That's <laughs> true.
0: Um, okay, I'm
1: not. I'm not convinced. Chris
0: Pentagon formally released three un- unclassified videos Monday, taken by Navy pilots of unidentified aerial phenomena. A step that comes after years of progress towards government transparency surrounding the unidentified flying objects.
1: Videos are one thing, but I need.
0: They, they what they did is they confirmed that they were not human. They...
1: You can't confirm that. I'm so, no, <laughs> no. Once you got it in your hands, I, you can confirm it from a. 20 pixels over a two-second video.
0: <laughs> well, it was not a two-second video. That the one that it was mentioning there. So the okay, videos okay. were first published by the New York Times in 2017, showing fast-moving oblong objects racing through the sky, and a pilot in one video yelling, "Look at that thing, dude! It's rotating." The Pentagon which previously confirmed the veracity of the videos in 2019 said it's formally released the footage after a thorough review determined the videos do not reveal any sensitive information and to clear up any misconceptions by the public and whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real. Sugo, so uh, Defense Department spokesperson told CBS News. See,
1: that's that's the thing though. You got this video. Mhm. That I have heard about before. That's a very interesting story. Yep, yep. But it's it's tough to prove something yeah, off a video.
2: That movie, Close and Let's see if I can a, fleet of a look on the SA. Oh my gosh. So this footage was leaked years ago, and we showed it to you back in twenty seventeen. US Navy infrared cameras photograph what appear to be rapidly moving UFOs. Pentagon officials say the videos were released to clear up any misconceptions over whether the footage was real, Anthony.
1: Interesting.
0: All right. All right.
1: Very interesting. Again, stuff like that it it leaves you wondering. I can't confirm it. I also can't deny it. Mhm.
0: Yep. All right.
1: Unlike those uh, those tree climbing goats, those I believe in a hundred percent.
0: Absolutely, as you should. As I I it's, should. A, it's a beautiful finding. <laughs> the the most tremendous finding of all time.
1: Goats have right. become my, my favorite animal. That's <laughs> for sure.
0: Goats, they're they're fun. They're fun. They're they're better than sheep.
1: Yeah, oh, but not wow, too sheep. sheep. They're 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 goats dirty animals.
0: Kind of, I wouldn't say that, but I, you I, know, goats I, just have such a great personality. You know, they're happy. Sheep? Yeah, yeah. Very curious. Very intelligent. You know, a lot of people keep goats as pets. Actually, yeah, have, in house yeah. in the house. In the in house, really. House, yeah. Up in Bemidji, I you I don't, I, don't, I don't know anybody uh, okay. that that keeps them as pets. Um, you know, I mean, the only problem I can think of is hooves on hardwood floors. Yeah, they could scratch sweet. it. They could slip. Um Small details. Just, just use carpet.
1: You can replace hardwood floors.
0: It's a little expensive. But yeah,
1: you can still replace it.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd just recommend carpet though, <laughs> or a rug.
1: Maybe a nice soft you carpet. They would love want, that. You don't too. want to
0: hurt your goat.
1: No, I would be more concerned about the goat safety yeah, than my absolutely. my
0: hardwood floors. Yes. Yeah. All right. Fast. We only got 3 more minutes here. So,
1: all right, only 3 minutes. Uh,
0: do you have anything you want to tell the world, Kevin?
1: Tell the I I'd like to to leave it off on the note that I don't believe in aliens. I'm I'm going to be 100% honest. Okay. I like your theory about the time traveling though. Okay. I'm not a big believer in time traveling.
0: Mm-hmm. Neither am I. I'm skeptical about that, but
1: But that is fascinating I've never thought of it like that. hmm That's fascinating.
0: It's uh, certainly fun to ponder.
1: That being said, if someone from uh Area 51 is hearing this right now, mm-hmm. send me a quick message. <laughs> I'd love to go check out that stuff.
0: Should we should use the Freedom of Information Act where they'll they'll tell you the truth about things.
1: Uh, or are we can, just can, storm you know, it again.
0: Let's we'll storm it again. We're gonna start a Facebook group, a second Facebook group.
1: It won't be a storm. It'll be more of a more hey, hey, civil. Hey, can we come in? a, a knock on the door. Here, it'll
0: be a knock on the door. They'll say no. Well, then the next per, it's gonna be very organized. Then then the next person comes in. They knock at the door. They say no, and we just keep it going. Eventually, they get worn down and go, Ugh, "Come on."
1: Someone <laughs> um, will say yes. <laughs> a new new guy will come on first shift. He'll say yes. <laughs>
0: New guy. Oh, I I haven't worked here for very long. <laughs> Come on in. We'll Come see him. the aliens. We'll His
1: show them our driver's His license. <laughs> His name's Greg.
0: That, that's what I'm gonna. If I ever see an alien, like a, he's he's laying in my yard,
1: just for the fun of it, I'm
0: gonna name him Greg.
1: Depending on the alien, it could fit him very well.
0: Or if it's a female, I'll name her Rachel.
1: Rachel and Greg. Yes. It's a match made in heaven.
0: It's a match made in heaven. (laughs) All right. That's all the time I have for today, folks. It's been Lit Fam. (laughs) Namaste. Give me a great big kiss, audience. (laughs) (laughs) That was unexpected. I I always have to do that. (laughs) That's always fun to do. (laughs) Okay. Time to go.
1: You guys have a good one.